But good to see everyone. I'm really excited y'all are here. Um, I gotta tell you, um, I really had no clue who David Hogan was. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed myself last night. Now, yes, thank you. Um, let me just command your spirits to attention and tell you to awaken. Because the stories that he shares and the nuggets that he drops, I feel like you preach a table of contents in a sense. Because there are things that are said, and I'm sure he's going to say things tonight, that open up a door for you to go search and build your own history. Um, I, I just begin to recognize you, you would, he would pause and say things and it was just so profound and he wouldn't explain it. He'd just drop the bomb and move on. And I'm like, teach me more. But eternal life is to know God. And I think he, Mr. Hogan is a good friend of the bridegroom who wants Jesus to increase in your soul. And so I just... I love you. I fell in love. I fell in love with the love in his eyes. Um, even as he just started weeping over souls last night, it just really touched my heart. So I am blessed. I am beyond blessed. And uh, now let me introduce to you the guy that's going to introduce David Hogan and pray for him, <laughs> Pastor Jonathan. So, like I said last night, if you're here, you probably don't need to learn about David Hogan at this moment. You probably already know who he is. Um, but as he continually says, it's about the Holy Spirit. And so what I want to pray right now, I'm not even going to explain it. I'll just pray it. Lord, I just thank you that you prick us in heart. And you encourage us and you equip us, Lord, to be equipped. To understand what it really takes to shake heaven and earth. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are teaching us things for a reason. And we just thank you for this moment in time, Lord, that we were, we were born into. We just thank you that you would speak your word tonight through David, David Hogan, Brother David, Lord. We bless him, and we thank you for him, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. One, two, three. Mr. Chris, you good? I couldn't remember how you told me to do this, so I just stuck it up there. Hopefully it works. Is it all right? 
Excuse me, Miss Hogan. Can I have that thing? Okay, this right here is Miss Hogan. Stand up here, woman. Yeah. And uh, you want to say something? You sure? All right. So we we finished fifty two years of marriage, and we are now here. And we are now working on 53. Hopefully, we'll be accomplished. Won't we? Your face is red again. You all right? Are you embarrassed? Okay. Te amo. She must say what. All right. So, to me, she's a blessing. So, there you go. Okay, so we got this stuff up here I forgot about last night, and uh, if you want us to pray over something, because we have literally, I apologize to you, the numbers are so great, I, I just quit giving numbers out, because they're so large, but there's lots of miracles, even dead raisins happens with this stuff. So if you want uh, something to pray, pray it over, like credit cards and car keys and I don't want your car. I've got enough insurance problems. <laughs> or your house or nothing else. Keep it. Pay your bills. I don't want another one. Okay, so. <clears throat> All right, a while ago she was singing along. I don't know if she's going to remember or not, but she said, let us be Jesus at the H-E-B. Remember her saying that? Or, you know, and that is one of my pet peeves. I don't like Christians that are Christian in here, but not at the H-E-B. I think you're a fake if that's who you are. And we don't get along as of right now. So here's how it went for me. It was Walmart Supercenter. It wasn't H-E-B. It would have, if I'd have been at H-E-B, it would have been the same way. Hold this woman. Make yourself useful, huh? And uh, <laughs> so, so this is yours over here, uh, Mr. Daniel in the lion's den. This is yours. I got to use it. So, so you can have it in a minute. Just come get it. And if I get grumpy, just put up with an old grumpy man. So we had this, we had this 100 mile an hour straight line winds came in off the Gulf down there. Down there in uh, South Texas, which y'all think y'all are South Texas, but you're way north. <laughs> Whoops. And so this thing came in, and boy, it was cantankerous. It tore up stuff. They had, they had put out on this, uh, there in Harlingen, uh, they put out, they had just put up this new... Uh, you know them windmill things they put up all over the place? They just put up this line to run that juice to y'all. Y'all bought it. I don't know if y'all know that, but your electricity comes from there, from the windmills. And I want to appreciate y'all buying it because that left us with enough now. Thank you. I'm not there much, but when I am, I like the electricity because it runs air conditioner. Because in Mexico, I don't have air conditioner. It's hot. Okay, so 
100 mile an hour, straight line winds, ground level. Now that's doing something. Okay? Man, I tore up some stuff. Uh, but if you, I don't know what you know about Walmart, but they, they are rigged for calamity, for taking care of us so they can keep them billions rolling in and taking care of their Jaguars and stuff. So they come on, you know, and all of us, all of us, we know that air conditioner's running down at Walmart, so we go down there. <laughs> well, I got in there. It's okay. You want to put something up here? You, are you okay? What's your name? Jason. I'm David. Jason, nice to meet you. You're not interrupting nothing. My job is human beings, and you're one of those. You are. And so I'm in there. I'm really, uh, we, because my house is always full of people, so I don't know what you know about people, but they eat a lot, especially when they ain't got nothing else to do because everything's tore up. So, mucho comer. So I'm down at the Walmart store trying to figure out how to get my hands on certain items so that this woman will get happy with me about satisfying some mouths that are at our house. And I got in line with these little buggies, you know, them things you put all your junk in. I got a couple of them. And so I'm there, and, and I got behind. Y'all know what a bato is? Any of y'all? I do. So... Normally, that's trouble for, for you. And there was this guy there. Boy, he was, he was scary looking. And he had this wife that she was scary looking as he was. And so they're up there in front of me, and they got this stuff. They got the same problem I do. It don't matter which side of the fence you're on or who you represent, the odds are pretty high that when a straight line wind of 100 miles an hour comes along, we all have the same problem. And it don't make no difference what you think of yourself. You still need a, a bologna sandwich. And so I'm sitting there, and they're, so they're up there, and they got their junk going, right? It's annoying, right? Because you don't have electricity at your house because you don't have no million-dollar generator sitting back there. And all of a sudden, they swapped that card because that's what you do, right? But it went red, and uh, the lady was scared to say it, but she finally got up the nerve and said, your card failed. Ooh. Things lit up. Y'all understand what I mean when I say lit up? And so now we're going to be on TV. Because there's an issue has developed. So what do you do as a Christian? Tell me. Tell me. You step up there and say, and I look at me, I'm white. See me white? I said, do you see me white? Okay. Well, okay. Being a redneck from Louisiana, that's death sentence. Being a white Christian Male in most parts of the world now is a death sentence. All right? Well, that fellow turned around because I said, I said to his wife, excuse me, ma'am. 
If you'll let me on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'll pay for that. Now, when I said that, do you understand that fellow turned on me? You know what he wanted, right? He wanted a piece of me. But I'm sitting there offering it because I disagree with prejudice. I believe we're equal, all of us. And I don't give a flying flip what part of that scenario you're on. You clear? Jesus came. He didn't tell me to pay that man's groceries if I got agreed with him or I was the same color as him or our theologies got along. He said, you're going to walk out there and be a Christian in the evil. You understood or not? That's what he did. You understand? So I figure that's the least I can do. Is I can take the hate to show the mercy and the love of the gospel. Because he's not hating me. He's hating what people from my color scheme 100 or 200 years ago did to him or his people. You understand that, right? Okay. And why do I touch these touchy subjects? Because they need touching. You need to be a Christian, not an ethnicity. You need to be a Christian, not a tribe. And he said to me, fortunately for me, I understand all the slang and curse words in Spanish as well. And he was just going off on me, and I, so I went right back at him with the same words. And he goes, well, I can't tell you what he said. Because your Christianity will run me off because my Christianity embraces him as he is and who he is. And I don't expect him to be like me. I expect him to be like who he chose to be. Hello? He said, are you uh, loco? I said, tal vez. And, and he said, how do you know Spanish? I said, because I actually live in Mexico. I don't have the color and eat a tortilla up here. I eat it down there. He goes, estás loco, hombre. I said, tal vez, but let me pay for this. Get back on your feet and sort it out and pay it forward. Next time you're in the Walmart store, Pay somebody's food. And he goes, so you want them blankety-blank Christians, huh? I said, that's exactly right. And you got me right. I am not a good man, but Jesus is in me, and he's really good. And if you can ever figure that out, you can get a lot done. You hear me? That's all I'm asking you to do. Now, I apologize it wasn't H-E-B. That's where she shot. I go to Walmart if I'm going. It's a bigger store most of the time. And the air conditioner's colder. It is. Okay, there you go. Now you know. So I bless you, hey? You understand me or not? I'm not here to curse you. I'm not here to fight with you because you'll lose. 
in that cell. Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name. See, when you're used to being hated, you can live with it. That's <laughs> something. You can actually make jokes out of it. Because it don't bother me no more. Because regardless, I'm a widow, regardless. And them additives they put on it, I'm probably all of that stuff. So, I bless you, hey? And I thank you for the opportunity to tell you that Jesus is king. So I'm going to read a Bible verse to you because I'm not here to fuss at you. I'm here to be an example to you. Necesito un hall también, por favor. Gracias, hermanita. And I want to I share a Bible verse with you that I can't get it. It won't leave me. It's been bothering me for a few months. I've been talking about it. I'm trying to figure it out. I'll get it. It turns out I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer either. But you watch me get it. So I just got back from uh, being over in like seven or eight nations in Europe. Spent a whole month over there. Man, it was wonderful. They got some of the best bread in Germany. My goodness. They got the best chocolate in Austria. Boy, that stuff is... Switzerland, boy, that stuff, they got it. This beautiful land, and it's some good chocolate. And I like all of it. <laughs> so, there's a couple of miracles I want to tell you about, but before we do that, I'd like to read you a Bible verse, if that's okay. So, it's over in Psalms. So, Unless you're going to just trust me, I'd suggest you turn it over there to you in your own Bible. I wouldn't suggest you trust in anybody except Jesus, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost and fire. So I'm coming after you. You can already feel it and tell it. I'm not afraid of you at all. I'm not. I wasn't born Texan, but I've been here long enough now. I actually have a Texas driver's license. And I have a Veracruz driver's license. And an international driver's license. So take your pick. Holy Ghost. Where I'm from, they call us jarrochos. Slang word for Veracruzano. Okay, Psalms chapter 20. Are y'all there? Prophets, you few as a prophet, you would have known that. Of course, you'll tell everybody that. You got it on your little card, but you just aren't one, are you? You just like the freebies, don't you? You just like that free stuff comes along with that prophet name. I'm still not mad at you, and I'm not cursing you. I just disagree with you. Because when Jesus spoke, he spoke the truth and it never failed. And when Samuel talked, the Bible said, my Bible says, God didn't let one of his words hit the ground. That's what the Bible says about prophets. 
Holy Ghost. So I just want to tell you I'm not here to challenge you because you'll lose. I'm here to heal the sick. I'm here to bless your family and your job description. And most things you call dear, I'll probably disagree with. Because there's no idols before God. Jesus is king. That's what your Bible says. All right. So if you will, now is Amplified okay here tonight? Like you are with that? uh, Psalms chapter 20. I have it in English. We can't go to another language. If y'all want to be fussy, I I can put two or three languages up here and we can try to sort it out. Because I've lost some English and gained some Spanish. So I get, it crosses sometimes. Okay, so Psalms 20 verse 1, amplified English. The Lord hear you. I need you to speak it out of your mouth for yourself and your family. Lord hear me, please. See, trouble is around everywhere. I just got a text coming over here. There's some of the missionaries we were helping yesterday to get out of Israel. A couple of them didn't make it. They're under threat of death right now as we're talking. So why don't y'all just stand right straight up right now and let's pray for Israel and let's pray for Palestine. Let's pray for the Gaza Strip. I don't give a flip which side of the fence you're on. I care that Jesus is king. You hear me? Pray for people not to be slaughtered in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Pray for the Gaza Strip, for the innocents to be saved. Pray for the Israelis. Pray for people that were there trying to do a job and got caught. Pray deliverance and help. Pray life of God. Pray the gospel over them in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost, I don't mind you having a side and believing you're right. I I bless you in that endeavor. But I need people saved on all sides. In Jesus' name. We pray, God, the God of Israel, I pray peace in the Middle East. I pray for the peace of Israel. In Jesus' name. Come on now. Come on now. You can be mad at me, but not right now. Let's pray. Come on, house of prayer. Light it up. Come on, San Antonio Tabernacle House of Prayer. Help those people. Send help in the name of the Lord. Angelic host. Come down upon them. Demons of hell, the Lord rebuke you. Principalities, powers, governing spirits, the Lord rebuke you. Holy, holy. Thank y'all, I really wanted to do that and I appreciate y'all agreeing with me that those people will be saved tonight by miracle. All right. Y'all go ahead and have a seat. I want to tell you another story before I read on, if, that's all, if it's all right, please. Uh, 
Y'all know Heidi Baker? Okay. Well, I have to tell you. We don't get along on everything, but some things. And so I was over there, right? And so she told me, I'm going to take you to a, to a village where they're going to kill you probably. Because you just absolutely won't bow, and neither will they. I said, well, then I should get on a jet. If you're pretty sure I'm going to die, I should leave. She said, well, I'm pretty sure you're going to die, but you're not going anywhere. <sighs> yes, ma'am. That's what you say to her. That's a, you don't have another word you say to her except yes, ma'am. And you get in a truck. And you bounce over the road for like 20,000 hours. And so we get to this village. And it's 100% Muslim. Here we go. Now another subject you're not supposed to talk about. And that lady... I can't tell you how I truly feel about her because it'll hurt your Christianity. But boy, that lady's got some guts. I watched her get up there. There must have been two, three hundred of these men. I mean, looked like they were chiseled out of rocks. I mean, they were scary looking. And that woman get up there, she ain't that big. And I'm looking at them other people standing there beside me and tell, I told them, y'all should run. She's going to get us killed. <laughs> and they said, we're standing here because you are. I, I said, well, I might run. And they go, where are you going? I said, well, I can tell you right now, we're not going to outrun them Bushmen right there. So we might as well face them. And I'm not kidding you. All of a sudden, this fellow walks up on her. Now, he is... He's big. To me, he's big. And she's little. And I mean, she's all up in his face. And I'm just watching it. My wife is not even going to know where to look. Because nobody knows where we are. And all of a sudden, it turns out, y'all don't understand imam? Y'all understand that terminology? He's an imam. And this fella is one chiseled bushman. I mean, he is a fine-looking human being, boy. I mean, he just, if I ever grow up, I'm going to look like him. <laughs> Man, he's awesome looking. And she, she's standing there with her little finger going, right? And next thing you know, there's... They must have been 20 of them, I guess. And they all look just like him. I mean, some nice looking human beings. It doesn't seem like that's the people you should molest. And Miss Heidi's just after it. And then all of a sudden she turns around. I mean, they're standing right there. And she goes, David? Uh, yes, ma'am. I told you that's all you tell her. If you, if you ever get around her, you'll do well to hear me. Yes, ma'am. She said, you're going to have to take this. I said, 
Miss Heidi, I didn't start it. And she said, nope, but you're going to finish it. Dang. Okay, so, so, that little bracelet you wear, WWJD, how that going to go for you? See, I'm on it, boy. I don't like that stuff. That ain't nothing but a, a money-making scheme on easy targets. Here again, I'm not mad at you yet. Probably not going to get me mad either. I've decided I'm all right not to be mad. I like being happy. Y'all, I walk up there, and I just put my hand right here, and I just moved her. Now, I'm standing there looking at this fellow, and he's at least a head taller than me. So he's a pretty good-sized fellow. And I'm not used to doing this to humans. And now we're out there, we're in the bush. He has all the advantages. I can't speak Makura. I can't speak Portuguese very good, a little bit. Because of my Spanish, I can understand about 30%. And I don't know these woods, man. They stuff in them woods that's going to eat me. And I ain't going out there. I'm going to stay with him. I'll be better off with him. We are mortal enemies. According to your theology and the way your government has blueprinted us, we are to hate them as terrorists. Okay. I'm not cursing your government because it's mine. I'm not going to curse anybody. I chose not to. But I have the right to stand here and disagree. And I'm going to take it. Because look, you might wear the bracelet, but you don't have a clue what Jesus would do. Because you ain't been hung on the cross and you haven't been raised from the dead. So you can't speak for him very much. So I just seen you tighten that down just a little. Okay? So I'm standing there in front of this fellow. And every one of them are gun bearer people. And they hate me for a few reasons. One, because I'm fairly mouthy. You hear me. And I'm willing to go ahead and let you punish me for being mouthy. And I'm white. And you hear my Harley talking. Shut it up, Mom. Thank you. Okay, so what do you do? She's got them stirred up. She's done told them that they're going to hell. That you have to get born again. They've decided they're going to massacre us. So, there ain't no diffusing it. So, WWJD, boys. You need to roll out with some answers. Because I need saving. I'm important. Ask that woman if she ever comes back. 
Y'all hearing me or not hearing me? So fortunately, you weren't there to ask. And if you would have been, I wouldn't have asked you. I'm not going to turn my back on this fella. It's not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is look him right in the eyes and explain to him he don't need to kill all of us. And I started telling him, listen, now you're not going to agree with my theology on this. I already know that, but I'm going to go ahead and explain it to you anyhow. Because you wouldn't have done this and you would have been massacred. But Jesus is in me and he's a courageous human being. He's not afraid of an imam or a chiseled out bushman. He wants him saved. So how do you work that out? How do you get a bushman that's been ripped off by everything my color? How do you get him saved? How do you get him to listen to you? I said to him, sir, listen to me. I apologize to you on behalf of the human race that came here, pillaged and raped and stole from you. But I'm not a colonialist. I'm what's called a free man. I'm what's called a son of Zion. And I'm not here to take your wives and kids and land. I'm here to take your soul. And I'm going to be successful. He said, and the order heard his English. Now he, he, was, he, was, he was educated in England. So he's got the Queen's English. So I don't. I got a swamp English from Louisiana. I like crawfish and boudin. But I can't speak Queen's English. <laughs> sure can't. But what I can do is stand there and look him right in the eyes and tell him how important he is to the kingdom of God. Do you hear me or not? And I cannot flinch when I look at him. I can look at him with honesty, knowing he's going to kill us because he is. And he's not going to miss a night's sleep over it. Because we are infidels to them. Hello? Okay. But I squared up on him and I, I got really close to him. He said, man, you are crazy. I said, I hear that a lot. But I can't let you go to hell. And that's where you're headed. And I reached up and tapped his nose with my forehead. Bam! Oh, my gosh. That fella got annoyed with that. And he stood back like this. And I'm standing there. Now we have a little distance, right? So I thought, that's not going to work. I used to fight in the games. I need to be close in so I can get a hold of that guy. So I stood right up there and walked up to him. And he goes, are you for sure? For serious? For real? For, uh, what is wrong with you? I said, well, I live my entire life outnumbered, outgunned, outfinanced, and I figure I'm going to win this. He said, he looked over to his commander fellow, 
He said, I've never met a Christian like this. I said, so what are we going to do? He stepped back again. I said, mm-mm, come back here. This went on for five steps. Finally, he got tired of moving. I said, sir, it's up to you. It's your call. It's your land. I don't want it. You got lions and hyenas. What do I want with that? I don't like mambas, green or black. I like Mexico. You know what he said to me? I don't know how to ask it, but would you pray for me? I said, now, are you for real? He said, I am. I've never encountered a Christian like you. You believe you're right. I said, no, sir, you're completely fooled. I know I'm right. You're the one that's wrong, not me. You killed me. You did me a favor. You let me live. That means I got to put some more, put up with some more of this humanity around here. He said, can you pray for all my people? And by that time, the whole team had come up and each one of them got in front of a different Muslim guy. I said, you mean you're going to let us touch you? It's against the Quran for me to touch you. I've read the Quran. I know what it says. He said, I am the imam. I give you permission. I said, I take it. And all of a sudden, Miss Heidi lights it up. Y'all know, y'all know her, you know her. I'm hearing the chaos that she brings right behind me. But I ain't taking my eyes off this fella. I can't. Do you understand? You don't lose sight of your enemy. Hear me or not? Some of you have lost sight. You think it's your neighbor. You think it's your wife or your husband. You think it's your boss or the money. It's none of those things. I need to get focused on Jesus. And stay that way. Okay? You see, I'm alive. He didn't kill me. 42 Muslims got saved that night. Five deaf people got healed. Two blind and three cripples. And it came from a little bit of boldness from her and then from me. We've got this. You wonder what's wrong with me? How can I come at you the way I do? How can I be as bright as I am in San Antonio, Texas? You want to know? Because it works. I need to enlist you in the army of Zion. And I need this place saved. I need these, I need, I need these neighborhoods filled with the Holy Ghost and the fire. I need it. I'm possessed with having it. Because it works. You know who he's turned into? He got born again now. 
He is one of my best friends, that fellow. That fellow loves me. You ready? I love him back. Because there ain't no nonsense. Ain't no foolishness. Everything around us is going to kill us. And we got that figured out. So we tell each other the truth. Fair? Fair enough? You got my thing? What do I do with my, my iPad? Oh, you got my phone too? What do you do with all my junk? <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Love you. You want a kiss? Okay, me too. Te amo, Mommy. Gracias. So, let's go back to the Bible just in case you're interested. The Lord hear you. Say, I want to be heard. There's trouble. Say it. There's trouble. And it's lots of it. It's different kinds of it. It has different names. But if you ever read your Bible, you know that every name that is named will bow to the name of Jesus. That's what the Bible says. Say it with me. Day of trouble. This is where you check out. Get out. In Jesus' name. Yeah. See, I was just over there in Europe, and uh, uh, I help build churches. And I don't mean buildings. I mean people. Uh, my hardest problem is dealing with humans. But I am under obligation to build the kingdom of God. Okay, so that means dealing with humans. Okay, so over in Germany, I met these folks. Uh, a place called Tübingen. It's uh, close to Stuttgart. Uh, it's in Bavaria, right on the edge of Bavaria. And I was just there the other day. And the, the church we built started off, it started off in somebody's house, and then it went to a small tent. And then right there, right there by, by where the church, where the small tent was, they got a piece of property. It used to be one of the rail yards where they took Jews to concentration camps. So we bought the land, and we put the church on top of those railroad tracks, just as a sign to hell that that won't happen again in Jesus' name, because that's wrong to murder people. And so the church started growing. Now it's quite a good size. It's a big old thing, and I, they let me come back still. And even though I jumped and shout and run all about, never did get old. I just kept shouting. But I need to tell y'all about a lady named Bianca. Now Bianca, it don't seem to me like she's very normal. She's a beautiful woman, but but she's like excessively strong, you know? Like more than me, and I'm not weak. And, and I, look, I look at her, and as soon as she sees me, she runs and picks me up and cracks my back. And I tell her every time, put me down, Bianca. 
This don't look very nice. A woman holding me up like this. And she just laughs and laughs and chucks me on the ground. You know, and so, but we became friends, right? Over time. Took, took time, but we became friends. Well, I get there, not this time, the time before, a couple of years ago. And the lady's sitting in a wheelchair. Two of her vertebrae are cracked. And the discs on either side of them are destroyed. It's over for her, right? Say, yeah, we know that. Because we go to the doctor every day and they tell us how over our life is. Go ahead and say it. (laughs) And she says to me, I mean, sitting in a wheelchair... I have pictures. I'm not going to show you them. I'm going to show you another one in a minute. Not, not yet. Not yet. Wait, Mr. Chris. Wait. I'm going to show you another one, but I want to read you some Bible first. I want to tell you about Bianca. I'll read you some Bible. You get the picture yet? Okay. And so, hey, what you got in that bowl? What kind? What color? I wonder if she had loaned me some, Rick. No, I don't want your curry. I'm playing with you. I bet it's good, though. Is it hot? No, you do? For me? No, 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 no. No, I got to work right now. I got to. See, I know y'all want the whole stiff church deal. I haven't seen that works. I've seen it being a human and loving Jesus and loving people and enjoying and being happy. I've seen that work. All over the world, actually. So Bianca's sitting there, and here's what she said to me. Now, I'm not used to her being weak and and lost. I'm not used to that. I'm used to her strength and scariness. I like that. I do. I like that. I like I like looking at her and being nervous. I like that. Because <laughs> I don't know what she's going to do. I know she's going to pick me up any time and just crack my back. I know it's coming. But now she's in a wheelchair. How's that going to roll out now? You know what she said to me? Wasn't very many words, but it wasn't English. I can't I can understand quite a bit of German, but she said to me, help me, David. So, what would your bracelet do? I just can't let it go, right? Let it go. I just can't. I just cannot. You put that bracelet on, it ain't going to help you do nothing. Except waste a couple of bucks. It's another idol you done possessed. You don't need it. You need Jesus. Hear me? You don't need another picture you need Jesus. Bianca don't need a bracelet. She don't need a picture of somebody's imagination of what a saint looks like. What she needs is the Holy Ghost and the fire. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, come, come. Put the fear of God in us. What's lacking is the fear of the presence of God.
Because most of you in here can work it out on your own. You don't even need God until you do. And then you think because you can quote two or three verses, you got it sewed up. Here's my question to you. How's that going for you? And you know I know the answer, don't you? I'm not mad at you, but I disagree with you being merchandised. I need you on your face until Jesus walks up and touches you. That's what I need. Because that's where your help's coming from. My help comes from the Lord, the God of Zion. Clear? All right. So, this pillar of strength, Bianca, is a broken, emaciated. She, what's her job? She's a, I forgot what she is. She runs some kind of emergency thing. Emergency nurse, yeah. And, and she, she's got all this availability of science. And I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. I'm not. I'm for Jesus. That's what your problem is. I'm not against all your great little salads and green shakes you take every morning and red shakes. And Well, it's really working for you, ain't it? Yeah, boy, I see that, don't I? I tell you if, you, if you save your money and get on your face and fast and pray, and Jesus walks up, you done made a bunch of money because he'll heal you for free. He will because he loves you. He loves you. Jesus loves you. And me, fortunately. <laughs> Verse 2, read it to me, somebody. That's Psalms 20, verse 2. Hmm. What version is that? Ta-da! Now, now, now I understood that. Say it with me. I want help. Say it. Go ahead and confess it out of your mouth. But I want God's help. I want help from the sanctuary. I don't want no imitation. I don't want no man in the middle telling me what my help is. I want to be friends with God. I apologize to you that believe in it, but I don't need a priest. I am one. Shabbat. And I'm not mad at you to believe that. I just, I just feel sorry for you because you're going to stay sick. Because Jesus is king. I actually do feel sorry for him. Because we're way past that, boy. Look what it says. Help and strength. Where's it coming from? 
Coming from the Father, yep. Say, I want it. Say it, go ahead. That's what I want, say it. That's what I need. And I'm going to go ahead and confess it to the air. Because you say it to the air, and hell goes on attention, and heaven goes on attention. The word of God was given so we could be saved. And when we pray it to heaven, heaven, hell, wherever it's at, and earth goes on attention. It does. It was simple. I, 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 know you, I know you want some real dramatic, angelic visitation deal. I know that's what y'all want, glowing things and all that, throwing around pixie dust and stuff. I know that's what y'all used to wanting. But normally it's just a hurting human being and somebody's trying to be faithful to God and have faith in God in the name of Jesus. And it's just a clumsy laying on of hands somehow of just Jesus' name. And, and nobody believes it anymore, but me and Bianca believe it. You want to know why? I laid my hands on that lady. Nothing happened. We all went home. All of a sudden, I got an email. What did you do? Well, if something was done, I probably did do it. If it's negative, I might not have. But you can blame me for it if you need somebody to blame. Because it ain't going to stick. Jesus is king. Bianca was sitting in that chair in her hospital that she worked at with the best doctor. Y'all know how it goes. The best, the best, the best, the best. Because they got it over there. It's the best. And all of a sudden, they saw her stand up its own camera. And they go, girl, you can't walk. She said, really? Y'all, God gave her two new vertebrae and a new back. Isn't that something? Say it with me. I want that. I want a new back. And I know a couple of people that need one. In Jesus' name. I was with her the other day. She comes out to my car. My son was driving, actually. And she came to my side, opened the door, and I stood out. I said... You've been sick. She said, not anymore, crack. Oh, boy. I said, put me down, woman. My wife's right here. She's watching this. Isn't that awesome? Say it with me. I like that. Say it. And I want some of that. I want that in my life. I need help from the sanctuary. Say it. I need strength from Zion. Say it. I need help. Help. All right. Verse 4. Grant you according to your own heart. Say it with me. Heart, you will obey the word of God. You will receive help from God. In Jesus' name. Fulfill all your counsel. Say it with me. Counsel of God. Come to me. Rest upon me. Show me the right road to walk. Yeah. 
Are you aware that in John it says that your helper, which is the Holy Spirit of God, will guide you into all truth? Are you aware of that? So go ahead and say it with me. Counsel, come to me. Spirit of God, guide me. Because I need to find more Biancas and I need to get them healed. You hear me? Y'all hear me? That's what I do for a living. Is I find Biancas and heal them. I find black Bushmen with AK-47s. And boy, are they awesome looking, but they're scary. And being an American, white, male, Christian, that don't help a thing. But Jesus does. Because my strength comes from the Lord, creator of heaven and earth. Say it, mine too. Mine too. Say it. Shataleba. Holy Ghost and fire. Y'all good so far? <laughs> Ready? Verse 5. We will rejoice in your salvation. Say, I will rejoice in the salvation of God. I believe. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead for me. In the name of our God, we will set up our banners. Did you see me over there get one of those broken, I got broke, uh, broke flag a while ago. But I don't mind having the broke flag. It's not whether it's broke or not broke. It's that I've got it in my hand and I've got my banner waving to heaven that I am grateful for his salvation. And I shine it to him, the Lord God on high. And I'm not ashamed of any, to be in front of any of you doing that. Because it's praise to Jesus is what matters. Y'all with me or not? Okie dokie. In the name of our God, we will set up our banners. And look at this verse uh, verse 5. The Lord fulfill all your petitions. Say, I want my prayers answered. Well, actually, to get that, you have to pray. Hello? You know, I'm not a very logical person in y'all's perspective. But this is logical. If you want something answered, that means you said something. I need you to go to God. I need you to say to him, help me, please. I come to you, God of heaven. My life is, I've made a mess of it. Go ahead and say it. It's all right. It's called trouble. I made some bad decisions. I need a little help, please. I want that petition answered for you in the name of Jesus. Okay? You see why I'm going slow with this? Because this is what I do for a living is I pray this. It's called the word of God. I pray it to God. It works. (laughs) 
I want you to look at verse 6. The reason I'm so, I'm so invested in the anointing. Because Isaiah says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's not your smart. It's not your friends. It's not your, it's not your eldership board. It's, not, it's the anointing of God that breaks the yoke of bondage. Are y'all with me or not with me? Okay. Now look, what it, look at the reason. The reason I invest is because verse 6 says, Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointing. Say it with me. I need the anointing of the gospel. I need the anointing of heaven. I need God to save me. For him to do that, I need to be anointed. In Jesus' name, God. So I took the time. My daddy was a, a doctor, real smart individual, had three degrees, and boy, that guy was a smart man, right? So he has these books. Uh, there's so many words, I don't know how you can read them all. It takes time. But I needed to know what the anointing was. So I took the time and I studied it thoroughly. Do you know what it means to be anointed with God? Does anybody know? It means to God comes down from heaven and paints you with himself. Say, I want to be painted. I want God to paint me. I want the anointing on me. And I want it put there by the Holy Ghost in the fire of heaven. In Jesus' name. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty. I love you, God. <laughs> okay, so do you have that video ready, Mr. Chris? Is it crooked or is it straight up? Oh, now, do you have the noise with it? Wow, you just own the job, ain't you? If you will, chunk it up there, please. Let's just laugh a little. Y'all with the noise. You can, let the, you can let the video run. Let the video loop and cut the noise. Let the video loop. Now, that, that lady... Right there in that wheelchair. There's three things wrong with her. Dementia. Alzheimer's. And Parkinson's. I notice there's some of y'all that don't believe me. Well, you can't, you can't deny what I saw with my eyes. That lady in that wheelchair, to me, looked dead. She looked dead. I'm around lots of death. That lady looked dead to me. She's 84 years old, right here in this wheelchair. As far as I'm concerned, she lived her life, she's moved on. That's what I say. But that ain't what God says. That lady with the long hair standing there, that's her daughter. What y'all don't know is that's Chicago, Illinois. And you don't know that it's a night in a cornfield that was 17 degrees Fahrenheit. 
It was snowing. It was ice everywhere. That annoyed me. They brought that old lady out there dying in that weather. That body. I have a mama that's older than her. I wouldn't bring her out in no 17 degree weather. You understood? But my mama's healthy. My mama's not broken. You know what that lady, that daughter said to me? You're my best choice. Now, it ain't no bracelet. I don't do very good with humans. I already told you that. I don't get along with y'all very well because you don't like me because I'm so abrasive. I'm not going to coddle you and change your diaper for you. You're going to grow up and you're going to trust Jesus. That's how it's going to roll out. Hear me or not? I expect you to believe Jesus like I do. It's easy. But I said to her, now what you doing bringing mama out here? She said, Brother David, mama's dead. I said, well, she looks dead to me. She's not dead right now, Brother David, but she's got three incurables, which any one of those can kill, it by, kill her by itself. I said, I understand that those things are ir- irreversible. I got that. Now, what are you doing with her out here? She said, you're going to lay your hands on her, and God the Father is going to heal my mama. I said, yes, ma'am. That's all you got to say. I'm telling y'all that's the right answer. Y'all laid my hands on that lady. You saw me. She, she's a Puerto Rican. That's why I was talking Spanish to her. So she could, she could hear me. I couldn't see her alive, but she could hear me. And the rest of the Hispanics in there were hearing me as well. And it was messing them. That a huero <laughs> gives a flying flip. Say, yeah, we like that. Say it. Go ahead. You hear me? Now, did I know she's going to get healed? You know I didn't know. How could I know? Do I look like a prophet to you? I can't make it happen. I can't conjure it up. I don't even have a bracelet. And yes, I am po- poking fun at some of that stuff y'all do. It's just, it's close to witchcraft now. You're going to lighten up a little on me here. I'm serious. You're annoying. That stuff's annoying. It's, you just can't see it's not working. It didn't work for your forefathers, and it's not working for you. What works is the name of Jesus and bowing in his presence and allowing his sandals to walk up on you. And if you get that, you get healed. And I'm right, and I'm not mad at you. And I need to tell you that Jesus is king. I have to, I'm obligated to. And so nothing happened. It's so annoying. They brought her out there in that death-killing weather My wife and I prayed for her. You saw us. And they wheeled her out in a wheelchair. Nothing happened. 
Three days. I don't know what the deal is about three days. You theologians sort it out. I don't, don't even tell me. Don't send me an email. I don't give a flip. But three days later, three days, all of a sudden they hear some banging around in mama's room. Well, mama's on the bed dead. I mean, you, she ain't banging around. So the whole tribe goes running in there and they find mama up putting her clothes on. And they go, Mom, you're dying. She said, no, we're going to the mall. And they go, going to the mall? Mom, you got dementia. You, you got Parkinson's. You got, you got all, what's that other word? That, uh, Alzheimer's. That's the A word. And you know what happened? She went to the mall. Throw that picture up there, Mr. Chris. She got her hair fixed. Now, isn't that just a... Listen, she's 84. And to all of us, she's just an odd-looking human being. But to her, she's sharp as a new penny. She's healed. That lady went to the doctors, and they go, how'd you do this? She said, I don't know, some crazy human being. He's a wet old from Mexico. <laughs> and he prayed over me, and I was in my room. Now, this is going to be the hardest part for y'all to swallow. Ready? The glowing man came through my, into my room, and you don't know the glowing man. I don't know his name, but we call him the glowing man because he follows us. We go with him, evidently, because he, he comes into people's rooms and touches them. He touched that old lady. Now, what's up with him doing that? That's, that's awesome. You hear me? I like that. I like it because he saves those Muslims. I like it because he saved Bianca. And I like it because he saved her. You know what? She sent me a message, this old lady here. I know her name, but I like calling her old lady. And I'm not going to give her no T-shirt or no, or no bracelet. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Couldn't remember it. <laughs> You see how it matters? It matters to us. You understand? It matters. It ain't awesome to be ripped off and it not work. What works is Jesus King. What works? That little old lady, they send me some. I got some more pictures. I ain't going to show them to you. She's got a knife, I mean a fork and a spoon. <laughs> and she's just laughing. 84 years old, laughing, eating as much as she wants. You know what she did? She said, you tell that boy to come back. Boy, 70 years old. You know what she said to me? You come on back up here to Chicago. I had a kiss for you. <laughs> so I told that woman right there, set it up. I'm going to get my kiss. <laughs> I am. I'm on my way. I'm serious. I'm having it. I'm having that kiss. 
Do you understand? That lady's going to hold me and she's going to be so happy and you need that in your life. Say yes, I do. Say it. Say it. Say it. There you go. Now let me read this and then we'll do something else. I just had to tell you about her. She's She's pretty awesome to me. I, I don't know her at all. I just know that I was fussy because they brought her out in that weather. Because them roads was covered in ice. And I had everything in my suitcase on and I was still cold. I'm a Mexicano, buddy, and it's hot down there. And your blood gets thin, right? And you go up there where it's cold, it's cold. And he had that old lady out there, and she's dying with all these things. What's wrong with them? Well, it worked, didn't it? Boy, I like that. You see, I'm still impressed. You can tell, right? I saw her. I put my hands on that dead woman. And she's alive. Man, that's awesome, eh? <laughs> Say it. I want that. Say it. Go ahead. All right, let me read this. This is a famous one y'all all quote, but you, just because you got the bracelet, that's why you quote it. You paid the two bucks, you got the right to quote this verse. Y'all want to know whose fault it is? It's my mama's fault. You know what she told me my whole life? Boy, you a handful. Turns out, she is right. Yep, mom, good lady. So, Psalms 20, verse 7. We ain't going to read your version, though. We're going to read my version. <laughs> yep, my sisters had to put up with me, too. So, there you go. Verse 7, you ready? Some trust in and some in, but we... What are we going to do? That's right. That's what we're going to do. Okay? There was this witch doctor over there in Africa. We are sworn enemies. Do you understand that? Y'all get that, right? I mean, you understand? Or do I have to explain all this stuff? They hate me, boy. And I let them. I, I can take it. Hate. Come on, bring it. Makes me feel good. Makes me sleep good at night. When I've done my job and I lit hell on fire, I like it. I like it. A lot. And a witch doctor rolled up on me. And I mean, with a little stick and everything, that little, that little uh, Pumba tail thing. Pumba. Watch Pumba. He's a... Uh, Warthog. He's got that <laughs> little tail. <laughs> oh, he had to kill Pumba to get it. And he's there flipping that thing. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there waiting on him. He's just annoying. You can't believe how annoying he is. 
And he says to me, okay, I cannot stop the elephants. I said, you got the wrong tail. If you had a different tail, you could stop them elephants. And he just looked at me. Are you making fun of me? I said, 100%. It ain't nothing to do with that stupid pig's tail. All that's good for is knocking flies off of you. He said, well, we're getting all of our crops trashed. I said, elephant has to eat. It's your fault. You planted the corn in their trail. I'm going to stop them. You know what he said to me? I don't know, but you're going to have to. So I took that as a threat. Because it was. But now he's got a boss. It's called a king. So I went over his head. I got an audience with his boss, the king. And I went there. You got to go through this protocol. but That's all right. You got to eat this weird food and all this stuff. I'm good with that. I just want to gouge the witch doctor. And the king goes, so you going to deal with those elephants? I go, wait a minute. This guy done told you why I'm coming? He said, yeah, he told me why you're coming. And I have to agree with him. We need the crop. I said, well, why don't you let your witch doctor fix it? He said, because he can't. I said, won't you come with me? Bring your guards and your guns. It's all right. Let's go out here where the atrocities are happening. We did. Boy, it was a mess. Those elephants do whatever they want to. They don't listen to you unless you're carrying a big enough firearm. I said, now, this is what we're going to do, sir. With all respect to you, this is your dirt. You believe you own this dirt. Now, let's me and you get down on it. And let's call on the God that created your dirt. He said, you believe? I said, I believe. That's why they call me a believer. Let's get in that dirt. We laid down in that dirt. I'm telling you, we called on God. And you know what the elephants did? Went somewhere else. You know what the king did? Invited us back. You know what he told me? He took me by the hand. I'm not used to that now. I have to say I was uncomfortable with a man holding me and rubbing his thumb on my hand. I was uncomfortable with that part. I ain't used to that. Where I'm from, that ain't how you do things. I'm serious. That was a little bit annoying. And I was just sitting there going, God, I've learned enough lessons. He needs to unhand me, this fellow. So he laid down on the ground again, and this time he wanted his land blessed. I said, why are you blessing the land? He said, because I'm giving you, listen, all my villages. You can start a church in all of them. Oh, my. How about that? See, you're too annoying, you're too aggressive. You think so? What if there's people that believe you? What if there's people that believe you named God the Father? What if he gives you the whole kingdom? What if he gives you every village? 
Say it. I want that. Say it. So do I. And it's pretty nice to a king to give you his kingdom and all his villages and you just start hundreds of churches and it's nice. Easy that way. So I want you to have that. So stand up, please. And I thank you for your time. I really do. Thank you, Mr. Chris. I don't know if I had this headdress on right or not. San Antonio, different tribe, who knows. You see, I like my job, right? Vaya orando, por favor, Debbie. ¿Está bien? Ok. Bueno. Sí, hermana, está bien, pero que vaya orando. Muy necesario. Ok. Holy. Holy. <laughs> Holy. Holy. Shalabatatataraba. So what do you want, sir? Your call, not mine. It is. Is it okay if we ask some people to step into this? We can heal. We heal people. That's what we do. I mean, that's going to happen in Jesus' name. But what if we ask a few hands that's interested to embrace it, to take take the step, to to want it? (laughs) I was watching you, big old boy. Where are you from? Louisiana. What's that? Me too. Which part? Northeast Louisiana. What? Me too. That's where I was born, Morehouse Parish. Born there too. <laughs> What's your name? Nicholas Gregory. No, been gone too long. I've been gone like 45 years, so. You from, you ain't pulling my leg, right? <laughs> well, well. Debbie. It is amazing. Well, now, that's why I was born. Morehouse General, of course, they tore that down a long time ago. Still oh, it's still there? Serious? They rebuilt it or what? They, they turned it into a, something a little different. My grandmother gave it to me. Oh, okay. Well, then, you heard the story. You said, there you go. Garnier Clinic. Oh, that one's tore down? Oh, now, now, we ain't going to fuss at Mamma, okay? How we doing? Did I overstay my welcome? You don't know why I'm here, son? Because I want to be here. I can go anywhere I want. And I can get the same results. See, I figured that out. We all been on this location and geography and all this stuff. God owns it all. And we need to expand a little. So, if you were like this boy right here from, well, he's a pretty, pretty good grown man, looks like. Bass from Louisiana. You said it right. That's why I figured you might be from there. How <laughs> bless you. You hear me? Y'all hear me, right? You used to have two paper mills there. Sure did, both of them. I bless you. I bless San Antonio, Texas. I bless, where are we at? Converse or Universal City? Which one? The streets, the border. Streets, the border, so it doesn't matter. 
So we accept both sides, don't we? No walls. Jesus is king. Shalabah. How you doing, Daniel? You shouldn't have told me your name now, look. I think I might. Been known to. I bless your son. I bless your dad. Look at me. In the name of Jesus, fire the Lord in your home, son. Holy, holy. So let's make us a, a some kind of line or something so somebody don't get hurt if they fall or don't fall. It's not about falling or not falling. It's about Jesus. That's what I got to say about it. So if y'all want to step into this, come on up here with me. I'm not the one that can say that. I'm not the one that can give that. Who I am is a person that will provide the opportunity because I believe everybody, because I am, I am the runt of the litter. You, you got to understand, I believe that everybody's ahead of me. I believe that I believe that the most gifted, the best have left. That's what I believe. And he got stuck with me. I'll do it in a rush. I don't even have a bracelet, though. I'll have to go to town and get me a bracelet. So I fit in with y'all. <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> well, well, only gold I got. So that woman can be happy. Never did take it off. Kept it on. Now look, it won't come off. Hand grew. So I reckon I won't take it off. So look, if y'all if y'all interested in this kingdom of God, this anointing, this it's real, and it ain't no joke. It ain't. I mean, I play, and that's all I do is have fun. Yeah. It's because I do this every day of my life. I'm not bored. I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm not burnt out. I'm not frazzled. I'm not burnt up. I just get burnt up. What's that word? That, oh, fried, yes. I just get so fried. I'm out here doing my job. and just get all fried, man. I need some time off. Well, I apologize for y'all that got burnt up and fried and everything. I never did. Never did, boys from Louisiana. I don't know that bastard crowd. They don't, don't ever burn up. <laughs> Where'd you come from today? Kenyon Lake, Texas. Really? You gonna be all right, boy? Look at me. I ain't lied to you one bit. I need you to step into this and don't you dare back up. Put that shoulder under there and just lift it. I was an oil field hand. I used to have a lot more meat on me, but I'm a runner now. I'm a biker, a bicycler, and a runner and all that. I just ran my 59th marathon, ultra, the end of August. And I'm training right now on like the 22nd or so of December. I'm going to run number 60. Over there in Redding, California, at Sacramento River. I'll be at Brother Bill Johnson's place, and I gotta, gotta go out there and run a marathon. Just so I can stand up in his pulpit and say, Now get out there and run. I'm 72. Surely you can do one if I can do 60. 
<laughs> I like being healthy, and I like being healed. I like my wife healed, and I like her standing beside me. See that? You pray over the junk. Oh, excuse me, stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. So we're just going to touch y'all, and once y'all need healing, I'm going to go ahead and let you be healed if that's all right. In the name of Jesus, I call on the mercy of the gospel. I forgot that. Thank you. I forgot. I, forgot. I, get, I get carried away. So I bless you. Hear me, all of you? We got this. I, strength comes from God's sanctuary. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's, it's not money. You need it. It's not friendship. You need that sometimes. I don't need it very often, but you need it sometimes. I got a friend. <clears throat> so I need you to let Jesus touch you, please. And I need you to let go of some stuff that's been holding you back. It was done on purpose to distract you and get you off course. Let it go. Stay focused. You see me? I'm, I'm what's called a focused human being. I'm one of them diligent people, faithful, determined. Yeah. But it's all because of the mercy of God. Ain't no human ever brought it about. It was God brought it about. Okay? Clear? All right. So just don't worry about me, and I'm just going to go around, touch a few people, and carry on, scare them like I did him. Jesus' name. Hawkins, huh? What's that? Oh, what kind of company? Oh, so hey. Man, me too. I always was. I stay focused, stay to my job, faithful, diligent. I worked seven years on the same rig and didn't miss a day. 24, 24 and 12. That's what we ran. Jet drilling company out of Oklahoma. Boy, I liked that job. The Holy Ghost asked me to go to Mexico. Ruined it all. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Step into it, son, okay? Fire. There you go. What about it, Mr. Davis? Fire the Lord on you and your home in Jesus' name. Fire on you, dear. Where's your area? Jesus' name. Fire the gospel. Come on, good hand. There's use for you. More than oil fill. Fire the Lord on you, son. Holy Ghost. How's it going, dear? I'm going to have to hold your hand just because... Just cause. My wife's standing right there. She can be jealous if she has to be. She's all right. I just play with her 100% of the time because that's what I do is love her. Fire the gospel. Here, Ma, take this noisy thing. I've had enough of it. 